Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. we go we've just started the show and scott has already lost his connection to us isn't that fun he is offline hold on while we try to call back uh all right so oh he's coming back online now (laughs) i feel like i'm dead in the water here hello hello Uh, hi how you doing (laughs) I'm not even going to pretend that you just didn't get cut off. I I don't know what you're talking about, sir. Well, yeah, wait till you listen back <laughs> to the episode. Because <laughs> I'm like, hello, everybody. How's everybody doing? Bloop, bloop, bloop. Bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> and I didn't even realize it. So, that's, You know what it is? The government's trying to shut me down. You know why, sir? Why is that? Because I'm a dangerous man. You are dangerous. Very <laughs> dangerous. I am the most dangerous man you've ever met or even haven't met. I got to keep you away from me. Keep me away from your friends and loved ones. I'm dangerous. (laughs) Friends, family, dogs, whatever. Don't let them near me. That's right. And my dog likes you, too. I I am not to be reckoned with. I'm a dangerous (laughs) man. Uh, All right. So we're not going to do our movie challenge uh, this week. Uh, I think we're going to stick to a more laid back, much more fun not, not that the movie challenges aren't fun. I just think this is oh, they're so they're so fun. They they're are they're so awesome, especially when it's a little man. It's so little, fun. I little big man was that what it was? No, just little man. No, little little big man is Dustin Hoffman. Okay, because yeah. I saw that you were watching Little Big Man, and no, I was like, I was film. like, you got the right movie. I challenged to you, right? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but a complete coincidence that I happen to be watching Little Big Man okay. nights after you. Yeah, no, believe me. I, I was like, Scott is watching Little Big Man on Get Glue. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's not what I challenged them to. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I was going to. Oh, yeah, I right. Wish. I, w- I was going to email or call you go and just say that. It's like, y- you know, I challenged you to something else, right? You can't, you can't do that, though. I'm a dangerous man. You, you are cannot, dangerous. You cannot mess right. with me like that. I have to, I can, I have to walk on eggshells. I'm I'm like a coiled spring ready to pounce. <laughs> okay. Um, so what we're going to do this episode is a what we've been watching episode. So we're going to just talk about some of the movies that we've been seeing lately and just, you know, divulge all of our information, whether we liked them, whether we hated them, and 
good points, bad points, and all that fun stuff. This is kind of like a uh, like a freeform jazz jam version of a oh, yeah. review podcast. We're just going to go loose here. But uh, I think we should start off the show doing the we top the- ten like we always do. Okay, let's let's. You know what? I I'm, no, no. Yes, but let's let's modify the top ten a bit. Okay. All right. Now let's let's admit we have a problem. There's only two movies that are new, so I think we can breeze through this one. I think what we should do from now on, if if there's a movie on the top ten list we have talked about at least once or twice, just to mention we, it, give it some numbers, no, no, and then move not on. Not even. No, here's here's what I'm saying. Here's here's my what I'm suggesting. Because okay. you and I do tend to elaborate. Yes, we do. We're we're two loquacious, vociferous individuals, <laughs> and all you have to do is mention a film near us. So like uh, we start giving opinions of those films, and those that leads to other well, films. Well, and exactly, we absolutely we segue into everything. And we don't get tired of repeating ourselves. So here's <laughs> what I'm suggesting. Okay. We cover the new releases. Okay. Cover them. If there's anything on the top ten list we have missed because we were missing an episode or something, we cover them. Then you just read down the top ten and we do the finger list. Okay. We don't go over all the numbers. Well, no matter what, we'll mention like the top two films. Fine. We'll mention but, all ten, even if we just say them one, two, three, whatever it is, so that we have a finger list. Right. After we after we cover the newest releases, we'll just recap the top 10 films by name and then give a finger list that way we can actually meet our never once achieved goal of 15 minutes okay. for the uh top 10 list I'm, so i'm, I'm it, itching to reach that 15 minute goal so do you want to try that this episode then yes i think that's a since we want to keep this a, a shorter episode and we don't have a big structure beyond this let's give it a shot okay. otherwise we're going to spend an hour and a half talk about the now top. uh do you want to just start off with the two movies that are new because they're yeah. the number one and number two film this week. So should I just start at number 10 and just start reading them off until we get to number two, which is new, and then obviously number one, which is new? All right, it's dangerous, but let's try it. Well, you're a dangerous man. Well, you know, well yeah. <laughs> okay. My uh, middle name? Middle name, sir? Danger. Dangerous. Dangerous. All right, uh, this is going to be the top 10 for October 7th through 9th of 2011. The number 10 film is Contagion. Still staying uh, strong, and I'm just going to leave it at that. Yep. I want to see it. I know you don't. You think it's a snore fest. Right. All right, number 9 is What's Your Number? I can't wait. This movie's going to be out of the top 10 next week. Can't wait for that. Did we uh, cover that? What's your we, number? We did. Oh, we, yeah, that's right. Oh, that's no, right. wait a minute. I'm thinking hey. of something else. I'm thinking of uh, how, I, I don't know how she does it. Uh, what's Which, your number? That's we... the one where it's like how many men she slept with. and Yeah, we did cover that. Yeah, yeah. move on. All right. Number eight, Dream House. We definitely covered that. Oh. That we went, we <laughs> really went into that. It's a haunted house. I think, we, I think we went into that with, uh, in the episode we, we had with Don Smith. Yes, yes, we did. The Supergirl episode. Yeah, because, so. because I got in the whole Shining thing. Right. And at number seven is The Lion King in 3D in its fourth week. Two weeks, it said. Only two weeks in theaters. And now they're blatantly telling you, we lied. You, you know what? They, they brought that, they brought that uh, um, Elton John song back on the radio. I heard it the other day. Of course they did. It's enough to make kings and vagabonds. <laughs> well, they also mentioned that he just played his 3,000th show or some crazy shit like that. And yet, no one has taken his life. Oh, <laughs> well, no! Oh. I'm saying it's a good thing. I'm saying oh. it's a good thing. I'm not oh. saying they should. Okay, good. You know what I, I would like to do though? I would What's like that? 
you remember uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? Yes. Uh, if they had that technology where you could go in and wipe out entire memories, uh, and that's not the first one to do it, but no. I would love to pay for that and go in and have my, any recollection of every Billy Joel, Elton John, and Jimmy Buffett song ever made out of my mind. <laughs> there is no reason I should know the words to all these songs. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. As a matter of fact, and and radio's getting bad, real bad with that. Oh, we're, t- we're on a tangent. Skip no, back. I, I'm just I just want to mention that uh-huh. radio is going downhill fast. Podcasting is the future. We are the future. We are the um, dangerous future. They played the same song three times within a three-hour period while I was driving to d- different jobs. I get back in, it's the same song. I get back in the car again. I heard the song in a 20-minute ride. Another again, another, a third time. I'm like, what's going on? Song. Oh, it was um, it was the Billy Joel um, oh, Piano Man. See? Billy yeah. Joel, I'm telling you. Yeah. So. There's no reason I should know the words to all of it, including the ones I hate. Yep. I shouldn't be able to sing Italian restaurant right now. <laughs> Bottle of reds. <laughs> Bottle of whites. All right. The number six film is Courageous, the religious, uh, you know, do as we say, uh, love Jesus, he is your savior movie from Religi- the, the creators of Fireproof. Religious cops. Yeah. Uh, the number five film is Fifty Fifty. Which I do want to see. I like both Seth Rogen and uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yes, yes, I do. I like them both. Uh, The number four film is Moneyball with Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill, who I know you love. Yeah, you know, Jonah Hill is why I don't hate Seth Green. Not Seth Green, Seth Seth, uh, Rogen. Seth Rogen. If, If Jonah Hill wasn't there to annoy the living shit out of me, I would be annoyed with Seth Rogen because he's in everything. Right. But between the two of them, I understand why Seth Rogen's popular, so I can give it a pass. Okay. And what, what makes me realize this knowledge, what, what makes it apparent to me, is watching Jonah Hill get the same attention. Right. And he, he undeserved of any success coming his way. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. I hate, that, I, hate to, I hate to, you know me, I hate to be negative. No, I know. The, this, that Sitter movie that he has coming out, uh-huh. we mentioned that last week. Holy uh-huh. shit, does that look bad. What's next? Uh, the number three film is Dolphin Tale. Hey. Yeah. Uh, and we've said our piece about that, too. So I'm going to move on to the number two film, which is new this weekend. It is the Ryan Gosling, George Clooney uh, film, The Ides of March. The Ides of March. Now, that made $10 million in its first week. Now, I don't mm. know really anything about this movie. You haven't seen the trailers? I've seen bits and pieces. It just seems like it's a political thriller. It, yes, it, it is a political thriller. Okay. Yes. That's what it, it looked like in the trailer to me. And may I like both I, Ryan Gosling and George Clooney, so I, I am interested in seeing it. May I do the uh, IMDb uh, caption? It. An idealistic staffer for a newbie presidential candidate gets a crash course on dirty politics during his stint on the campaign trail, based on the play by Bo Willimon. Hmm. I don't like any um, film summary that has the word uh, newbie, newbie in it. <laughs> yeah. But who writes that? Is that just some Joe Schmo? I don't know. I don't know what they're. I mean, it's. I don't think it's. I don't think it's uh, Columbia Pictures. Yeah. I mean, it, it. It looks boring to me. I. I I'm not sure if I'd want to see it. Uh, George right. Clooney. I. I like him. I mean, I loved. Uh, was it George Clayton? 
Michael Clayton. <laughs> Michael Clayton. George, George, Clooney. George Clooney is Michael Clayton. George on... Clooney is George. <laughs> Michael Clayton was an awesome film. You don't kill me. <laughs> Not that, yeah. I mean, but it, it's also the, the screenwriter is a guy that wrote Network. Wow, that's, that's an oldie. I'm pretty sure it's the same screenwriter. I hope I'm not embarrassing myself there. But uh, he, uh, he he's great at writing dialogue that's actually extended monologues. Okay. And you you know you that film there's like like at least half a dozen excellent monologues in that film. You'll have two two or, two or three people on the screen. Only one person's talking, and that's all you need. Okay. I really like most of the. I I actually want to see that one that uh, looks boring as hell. The uh, the last American or the American or the American. The American, yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, I think, filmed entirely in Italy, too. Mm-hmm. That's um, another one. That, you know, that's just like that Johnny Depp film, The, the Tourist. Right. It didn't, either one did not get reviewed well. Right, but everyone knocked The Tourist. I watched it. It's like, okay, yeah, there was an explosion every five minutes, but I enjoyed it. Right. And I haven't seen either one yet myself. So Although, I'm thinking that The American has to be at least decent if I like The Tourist. Well, you know what's funny, too? Uh, as far as The American goes, it got bad refu- uh, reviews as a film, but they just praised George Clooney left and right. You know, they yeah. said the solid performance, amazing actor, uh, you know, uh, performance was well uh, given, all this stuff about Clooney. But as far as the film goes, they were like, eh, but Clooney, awesome. That almost seems like bullshit to me. That's, that's almost oh, like I know. saying I agree with that. the, the sure. actor was amazing, but the film's not, it's it's not a film that, that's grabbing audiences, so we can't praise it anyway. Right. I, I would have more respect for critics if they just came out and praised a film that everyone hated. Yeah. That's that's I, I need I need to see that review that says, you know, The Wicker Man was the best film this year. Well, you know, you always get when The Wicker Man came out, I'm sure if we found some old trailers, you get some some raves from syndications or uh, newspapers or magazines that you've never heard of, mm-hmm. never heard of. You know, it's like Play-Doh magazine, <laughs> The Wicker Man, Nicolas Cage is amazing. <laughs> How to get burned? How to get burned? How to get burned? Not the beast. Still haven't seen it. Gotta see it. It's not gonna bring back your goddamn honey. <laughs> Speaking of uh, which, I thought I saw a poster for a new Nicolas Cage film. What uh, season of the witch? No, like trap. Oh. That's that's tra- that's old. Trapped or something like that, isn't it? Or is that the one with the the the? Yeah, that's the the one where you posted about the fudgesicle. Oh, that. There's a movie he's doing with Nicole Kidman where they break into his house. I think that's the movie you're talking about. Uh, Trespass, yeah. Trespass. Trespass. And then we got into how there's another film called Trespass. And I was like, oh, isn't that the one with Ice T and Ice Cube? And I just pulled that out of my ass and I'm like, I I vaguely remember. And then you're like, yeah, is that the one where they're trying to find treasure? Yeah. Yeah. That was back in the 90s. Mm -hmm. And then... You know, obviously, uh, they couldn't come up with another name for the fucking movie. Gets me a season of The Witch. I don't know why they didn't call it The Witch Finder. Yeah, right? I don't know I mean, either. Now I hear could, it's terrible, too. You could argue that there's a film called The Witch Finder, but there's also a film called Season of the Witch. <laughs> <laughs> it's called yeah, Halloween it's 3. Halloween come 3, on. exactly. Turn it off! Turn it off! <laughs> Turn it off! <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that that has the best. That season of the witch has the best create, and we have to do a Halloween episode very shortly. Next, uh, well, not well, maybe the week before Halloween. Uh, how about the Thursday? Um, I think it's the twenty eighth or the 29th of October. You want to save it for so that podcast that goes out on Halloween? Yeah. All right, we'll do that. Yeah. 
But you got to you got to admit, as far as like creepy jingles, that's got to be the best one. Oh, sure. Three more days till Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. <laughs> it's equal parts annoying. It's not in only, my brain. It's great because not only is it annoying and creepy, but you know that if it was a real jingle, it'd be stuck in your head. Oh, of course. If that was actually on TV, you'd know it. And it's the dumbest thing ever. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, I think we should do a Halloween episode, and I think we should do it. Um, well, here, I, I'll just pull up the calendar real quick. Now we're going to do at Halloween the films. Twenty seventh is a Thursday because we record Thursdays. You, you just want to make it a Halloween free for all horror film thing, or you want to actually talk about specifically bad horror films? Um, I don't know yet. Hmm. Maybe we should ask uh, the Facebook community, and maybe we should try to get a special guest for that episode too. Let's try that. Yeah, maybe that... we can get even get a couple. You know what? I, well, maybe well, we what... can get uh, maybe we can get John Dimes to to call in for for uh, you know first part. You know we haven't and gotten we haven't gotten Robert Schneck yet. We haven't. Do you think he's do you think he's doing the the Skype stuff? I'm not sure. I'll find out because he would be great. Because he would. He loves. As a matter of fact, he he told me he said, "Listen, I'd love to be on the show, but I don't think I can contribute uh, other than possibly horror films." Well, there you go. So, and I said, you know what? We'll when when we have you on, we'll do nothing but horror movies. So maybe we should try and get Schneck. Are you still coughing? <sighs> did I lose you? What did you do? What did you do? Oh, we lost Scott again. Man, tonight's just not our night. Hold on while we try and get the call back. La da 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 ba 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 da 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 How about some music? We'll do this for Scott. Let's see. <laughs> Hello? I got I had to play some music while I was waiting for you. I'm sorry. Because everyone everyone's waiting for you with me. I didn't do it on purpose. So I'm playing a little Bob Seger. I got some rain going. Some old time rock and roll. Uh, can they right. hear us now? That's just enough of that. Okay. <laughs> well, you can just keep on talking without me. You know, you you can well, you can hold your own. Yeah, I know, but you know. No, it, it's raining up here, so I think so. I, I, every now and then, I'm getting a glitch. Okay, this should be a fun episode then. Yes, it should. Well, we got sidetracked anyway. So the number. Yes, two, we but, did. But we were talking about Ides of March, which yes, has we nothing, which has nothing to do with Halloween. No, it doesn't. All right, the number one movie. Hey, can I can I just say? Yeah. That here's the problem I have with Ides of March. Okay. It looks like a straight, serious, adult film about the intricacies and subtleties of corruption in the political field during election campaigns. Okay. Okay. The reality is a complete farce. <laughs> there is nothing adult, logical captivating or even remotely believable about everything going on right now in politics look the last couple of gop debates right hysterical oh really the last one was i think someone called it like like a faculty room table gone crazy oh no kidding they're all i, si they're I all leave si i leave all the politics stuff to you and then you could just fill me in here, here here here's here's you're watching i'm watching this trailer 
with George Clooney being all serious and all this back room stabbing and it's, oh, this is this is like, this is almost like cloak and dagger stuff. You're watching a GOP debate where literally, Kane, uh, Herman Cain says, "I have this plan called the nine 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 plan for taxes, where we'd have a flat rate of nine percent for everything." <laughs> and Bachman says, "Well, you know, if you turn that upside down, it's, it's six, six, six. Oh God, six. he and didn't like, do that, did he? She, she did that. Michelle Bachman. That, that's what I meant. Yeah. And and, and it's like okay, and then and they didn't. She's as a freak. A whole, as a whole, they didn't just laugh or beat her to death. So." <laughs> Everyone just like nodded, like mm, that's an interesting point, Michelle. This, there's, you can watch Ides of March all you want. This is what a, like intelligent people that write plays. Right. This is how they imagine the world works, and in reality, it's a complete insane. Just uh, if like, you flip that upside down, it's wow. That's not the craziest thing that was said that night. I'm just picking one off the top of my head. Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, what would Jesus do, man? But would you? Oh, uh, you know, he'd take a bull whip to some bankers. That's what he'd do. Probably. Um, All right. That's uh, why. I, why I'm not captivated by the Ides of March because it's just it doesn't seem to capture the reality of the craziness of the election right now. Okay. That's me. Okay. Uh, the number one movie, with no surprise here, is the Hugh Jackman Real Steel, coming in at 27 million in its first week. Look at me, Joey. Look at me. I'm looking at Look you. Look at me. Look at me. Gotcha. <laughs> right here, right here. Look at me. I'm, you know what? I'm just glad they didn't call it Rock'em Sock'em Robots because that's what it is. Robot jocks. Yeah, I mean, but at least they didn't call it that. At least, well, I'm like Battleship the movie. Right. Oh god. Somewhere down the line, someone said, "You know, we can probably make this without tying it into the Mattel toy." <laughs> and and someone said, "That's a good idea." <laughs> so we don't have Rock'em Sock'em. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. I, and it's made twenty-seven million. You know, you know I, I think that's a pretty, pretty good take for a film like this. Yeah, and as much as I want to dump on it and say it's going to be stupid, and and you know, it's it's Rocky with robots. What's wrong with that? I yeah, I guess. I just always thought that the trailer looked a little silly. Oh, I agree. But you know, but why does it have to be serious? Thank God they're not playing it too serious. I mean, I just meant overall. Is this something I really want to see? It's, it's it's something you didn't ask for. It really wasn't. But if I guarantee, if you if you were on TV, on, on, like if you were flipping around channels and you came across it, you'd watch it. Probably. And it's one of those films you say that wasn't that bad. It's no, a, I, I don't think I, I don't think I'll c- come across hating it whatsoever. I just don't think I want to see it. No, but there's a difference. You know, yes, there's a difference. Yes, there is. There's a difference. Well, that, there's a difference between I don't want to see it and the finger list. Yaha. Let's do that. Ah! All right. Now, for anyone not to know, The Finger List is a film or we pick a movie that we would rather cut our little pinky finger off than to have to see in the theater. And I think we have, for, I don't know, the last two, three weeks, the same movies to choose from. Right. Now, personally, myself, I'm going to have to double dip here. I'm going to have to go courageous again. Really? There's no fucking way I'm seeing that in the theater. I am not religious enough for this movie. I really am not. And I don't think I could sit with other people that are religious to seeing this film. Because they're going to be crying in spots that I'm going to find stupid. They're going to be laughing in parts that I'm going to find to be just unfunny. There's just no way I could see this in the theater without being uncomfortable. You know know what would be great? I, I would go 
And uh, you would. Yeah. Well, you know what? Um, <clears throat> I'm going to pick that as my film this week too. Okay. Because I know last last week I picked Mon- Monkey Ball, and <laughs> and as much as I hate watching Jonah Hill and as boring as it would be, I'm I, I'm leaning a bit more towards dealing with that this week than with the the righteous pseudo religious uh, right. cop movie. And I, I think it would be fun to go see it in the theater. And and every time you get a heartfelt moment of, you know, Jesus Christ is with you today, and just like laugh in the back of the audience. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and when like the guy next to you looks at you mad, it's like, there's no God. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> he thinks he thinks he's an afterlife. Oh great. <laughs> oh my. No, but you know, I'm saying that might be fun. But mm-hmm. um what that I'm gonna have to go with that. And I, I my regret that I don't know how she does it is it on the list this month, this week? It's not. Because I finally finished going through the three thousand books in my basement to get rid of some of them. Okay. And guess what I found? That book? I have the book in my basement. No shit. I open up to three random pages and it's just as dumb as I thought. Oh, of course it is. It, it couldn't have been more cliche. I open up to the page where it's, we were so tired, we were so tired yesterday that we actually laid in bed and debated whether or not to have sex. Oh, God. It's like that wheeze. Like, yeah, I remember that from every other sitcom in the 80s and 90s. Uh, okay. but And then the next one was, oh, I was at a board meeting, and the clown I was trying to hire for the birthday party called and interrupted the board meeting. Oh, you don't say. And I was like, all right, and so your secretary's an idiot. <clears throat> or whoever is answering the phone for you. This is just dumb. It's like, Alec McBeal was more intelligent than this. Yes, it was. I mean, I didn't, I didn't read the whole book, so I might be doing it a disservice. But no, it just, I don't think so. It just reads like the same shit I ranted about last episode. Now, uh, now that is the top ten. That is the finger list. And just to... Okay. Now, I was going to say uh, the film's... Let's... Are you there, sir? I'm, I'm here. That was the top ten, and that's the finger list, and... And I was going to mention briefly uh, of the upcoming films that we will be talking about in next week's top ten. Th- movies like The what? Big... What? You're teasing next week's top ten? I am. Oh, we can talk about these now. Why? I, I, why not? Oh, what, what, what's, what's coming up? What do you got? We have The Big Year, which is a comedy. What, what the hell is that about? I, don't, I do not know who's in that. Oh, oh, that's the Steve Martin, uh, Jack Black one. Is that that one? Oh, you're right. It is. Okay. Yeah, Owen Wilson. Uh, the remake, the horrific remake that no one asked for from the creators of movies like High School Musical, Footloose. Ah. Uh, and Did the, you? What? No, no, go ahead. And the prequel, The Thing. Oh, God. I'm... I gotta be honest. I'm Dude, very, your, I'm, I'm very interested. There's your fingerless. Oh come on! Did I lose you again? I think I did. Where did Scott go? We may be ending this show early. <laughs> you all might have a, a a thirty minute episode this week. I'm not sure yet. But uh, if this continues, there's no way we can finish this episode. Um, what else? Now, uh, while I'm waiting for Scott, those are the three big films that are coming out. The, uh, the other films coming out that I hope make the top ten, because I would love to talk about them, are The Skin I Live In, 
Uh, you know what? I really should wait for Scott to come back for this. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Just take those old I'm sorry. Hey, I'm playing more Bob Seger. Same song, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, that's enough. No, the... Uh, I was just mentioning to everyone out there in podcast land that if this continues, we may not be able to finish this episode past the top 10. Well, you know what? I just can't do anything on my computer except uh, talk to you, so I can't do any research. Um, and that's fine. Yeah. No, you can it, bring all of that stuff up and just let it sit there. No, I, I have no idea why I'm getting... It, it's just a bad storms out in my area right now. I'm in the valley, so sometimes... Okay. And I'm, I'm my, we, I have shitty-ass internet because we can't we don't get files out here in uh Pennsylvania hey uh, borderlines how is that my fault <clears throat> I'm, not, I'm not blaming you i'm just saying that's why i'm okay. having the troubles well uh, i have the fios and i love it yes you do and i have the crap and <laughs> your your fios is like slapping my internet around over the phone while we're talking that's right you like well, that you now like what i was that? saying yeah. before i was you so like really cut off by the internet <laughs> was that there's your finger list right there you just named three films i have no desire whatsoever to see I I am interested in in the prequel to the thing. Why? I don't know why. Have you seen the trailer? The full trailer? I, I have seen the trailer. Okay, I got I got a couple issues with the full trailer. Okay. Ignoring the, what I've already talked about, which is well, actually, act- before we get into it, real quick. Ah, oh, I'm, Bef- I'm like I, I, I'm like I, in mid sentence too. All right, go ahead. What? I was just gonna say there are other films coming out <clears> next <throat> the next week that I hope make the top ten. Films like that film Trespass with uh-huh. Nicolas Cage and The Skin I Live In. Oh, yeah, The Skin I Live In. So I'm hoping that they make the top 10, but it looks like Trespass is showing on 10 screens and The Skin I Live In is showing on 6 screens. We got we to gotta see The Skin I Live In. I'm trying to be a uh, see if I can that. get a, a, uh, a screener copy, That's a follow- Yeah, that's a follow-up to the rape episode right there. Yes, it is. All right, go ahead. Mm-hmm. The thing. Go. Well, I mean, apart from what I said before... Yeah. Which about the the fact that half the scenes in these this remake or sorry prequel are <laughs> literally stolen from the from John Carpenter's thing? Mm-hmm. I'm watching the trailer, and here's my first problem: all the Norwegians in this Norwegian cap speak English. Listen, did we talk about that already? No. Okay. I I, I, mentioned, I, I, I mentioned, think we no I think we did. I, can, I, I maybe it might have been uh, no, 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 let me outside tell you. of the show. Let me but I do Stop. not have a problem with them no. speaking English. Uh, you, speaking no. English, yes. No, 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 no. What I what I mentioned before when the, the teasers came out. Are you talking yes. over me? No. <laughs> <laughs> what I mentioned before. I know you're dangerous. I I shouldn't do it. Yes, you, should, you don't 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 mess with me, sir. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll rip you apart like fresh bread. It's Ooh. just it's just the way it is. No, um, the. Uh, <laughs> I complained that the woman spoke English. That was when okay. the teasers came out. I'm watching the whole trailer. It says, oh, everyone here is fluent English. Where did they get the guy that didn't speak a lick of English when he was screaming Norwegian at the dog at the beginning of the uh, John Carpenter's the thing? Listen. <sighs> do you want a foreign... I'm sure it came up somewhere to say, listen, if we want to stay completely true and do this as, do this right... It's going to have to be a foreign film. There is no and way. And then somebody in a suit said, this will not make any money if you do that. This should never have been made. Probably not. It, the film does not need... But I'm willing to look past 
that they decided to go with English no. because subtitles ain't going to fly here. No, it's the first time. I don't mind it. Some of my favorite films are foreign. I absolutely prefer reading the subtitles. No, no. No, it no. just—it ain't gonna fly here. It's it gonna should, be like Brotherhood of the Wolf all over again. They're gonna do all the advertisement, and then everyone's gonna go to the theater and go, "What the fuck, dude? It should not have gotten this far." The film probably not. No, I—I I, I agree. You're—you're you're probably right. The film does not need to be updated. The special effects, as dated as they are, technically—it's like the old which, Star again, Wars thing. I, I'm just—I'm only halfway through a sentence, but, but ah, sir, hey. no. Uh, listen, listen. That special effects even though they're dated technologically, uh-huh. still stand up today, are still effective today, and the, the glimpses of the CGI changing on the trailer were pretty. They looked nice. Yes, they looked they cool. Did. They looked just as good as anything I'm seeing in every video game I play. But it, it's not enough to warrant remaking a classic film that to this day is one of the best made... To this day... It, it's one of probably, the best made horror films ever. It's probably referred, uh, revered as the best horror film ever made. It's one of the top ten. I I think, as far as lists go, if you look anywhere, it's always in the top three. Yeah, well, I mean, always. I, I hesitate to put anything at number one because then you're implying it's perfect. Well, but, yes, that's true. Nothing but, ever really is. But if you had to list the top ten best horror films ever made, this is always in it. It has to be because it's always. just perfect. Anything John Carpenter does now. Oh. You can you can forgive him to an extent because he did the thing. Well, and what's funny about that is he used to. Uh, did he write the thing? I believe he wrote and directed. He wrote and directed. I believe he wrote. It's like what happened? You have you have the lightning speed internet. You look it up. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am. Keep talking. But here, but here's the deal. Well, again, everything about Carpenter's the thing was original. Yes, it was. Okay. All, everything that he did not only was great, it was great for the first time. Everything in the trailer you see that is great is great just with some CGI. And it's only great because they stole it from the original. This is true. Uh, it was written by Bill Lancaster. Carpenter did not did not write it. I, I am ashamed that I got that wrong. That's okay. Uh, no, I I don't believe he he. It's been a long day. I don't believe he writes a lot of anything. Well, he writes. He, I believe when he does write his own stuff, the movie usually blows. No. Oh, I did, think so. Did he write Big Trouble? Uh, I don't think he did. I don't think he did. You should. Let's find out. Let's see. Writer, we have Assault on Precinct Thirteen. Believe that, yeah, obviously. The original Halloween. Right. Uh, The Fog. Right. Escape from New York. Uh, and Escape from L.A., I'm guessing. Uh, Escape from... Well, yes, 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 he did. <laughs> it's the same movie. Halloween 2. Uh, Black Moon Rising. Oh, I didn't know he did that. He didn't do another Halloween till H2O, correct? As far as writing? Yeah. That's just... It's just characters. Well, that, that just means he, he gets the credit for that because he created right, them. Right, right. As far as... I... Bye-bye, Scott. You're interrupting me now. <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. Just uh... <laughs> take those old records off the shelf. I said, listen to them by myself. Today's 
uh, back? Yeah, yeah. I, I guess, get, I get, 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 guess what I'm playing. What? Bob Seger. Bob Seger? <laughs> I, I, I know we can okay. call this episode now. We can call it Scott's crappy internet episode. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I like it's a, drink, it a lot. It's a drinking actually. game. Take a shot every time you hear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally going to do it. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. That's how it's getting done. Uh, but anyway, where we got cut off, I know, was... what, I know what's going on. I'm, I'm actually, uh, I'm actually probably just, just uh, scaring the internet because I'm so dangerous. You're. <laughs> uh he wrote black moon rising that's the obviously the one with um tommy lee jones well, yeah in, yeah in the car you remember that one uh-huh. i i love that movie uh, as a kid yeah uh, that was 1986 i did not know he wrote that me neither i, I totally forgot about that uh he wrote prince of darkness that's as the- martin quartermass yeah see that's what i was thinking of which is based off the quartermass experiment right um the british series and remember the th- i remember the thing with uh prince of darkness he directed that too right yes he did if i remember correctly he tried to get blatty to direct it william peter blatty oh that would have been interesting right and also carpenter was supposed to direct exorcist 3 which i love which blatty did which blatty directed because and carpenter was going to direct it but then blatty said you know what i would really like to direct okay and so and, he's, and so carpenter said okay I, you know you direct it then and i still think that if if uh blatty had directed uh Prince of Darkness and Carpenter had directed Halloween 3. They both would have been better films. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Uh, and then he, he wrote... They're both, th- they're both good, but they would have been better. Oh, yeah. Uh, they live as Frank Armitage. 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 Which, which is from Lovecraft. Okay. And then... He's not very subtle with his pseudonyms. No. Uh, Escape from L.A. Which yes. Which was 1996. And that's kind of the demise of his career. No! Yeah, I, I like Escape from L.A. No, no, no. I'm just saying that's the last thing before the demise of his career. All right. Because after that, he wrote Ghosts of Mars. Hang on, hang on. Back up, back up, back up. Okay. Wait, wait. Where's Vampires? That isn't until 98, I believe. No, go. Are you sure? Are you, you're looking at writing, though, right? Not direction? Uh, I'm just looking at writing. Oh, just... All right. As far as the writing craft, yeah, that's the last thing that he wrote was like, that was even half decent. And I love Escape from L.A. It gets a lot of crap. Mainly because of the CGI shark and the surfing scene, right? Those two scenes, and yeah, the whole movie is pretty much a carbon copy of the first film. Yeah, but I love. I th- I thought they did. I th- I thought it was a bit more surreal than Escape from New York. It was, which I like. I thought it worked more surreal than it did as gritty, and I love the ending. Oh yeah, the, well, yeah and welcome to the human race. <laughs> as he watches a match burn out. And Which also, is cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he looks at it almost like oh, fire. I I think that was the last good thing he directed. Because uh, after he did L.A., he did Vampires. Which I liked, but I didn't right. read the book. Okay. So I think that's the difference. No, no. Go. When was the last time you watched Vampires? A long time. Probably. See, good. Me too. Good seven or eight years. And then I went back about uh, four or six months ago. Yeah. Not a good film. No, really. I still enjoy it because it's James Woods. But oh, yeah, how do you not love James Woods? Yeah, and and it still has a bit of that feel. But you watch it now, and you can tell that the fire's gone. Well, let's let's put it this way: after he did Ghosts of Mars, oh God, in, in two thousand and one. Can I tell this real quick? Real quick though. No, no, but just because it's like 
Joe, Joey comes over, Scott, I got Ghost of Mars. We're going to watch it. Four of us. That's right. I got an advanced copy. Yeah, four of us huddled around the TV. We're going to watch Ghost of Mars. We're dying to see this. And at the <laughs> end of that film, just four of the saddest, most confused people ever. Like, this was a Carpenter film. How That's come, right. How come I'm all like, teary and angry at God? <laughs> what, what happened? It just and I remember I specifically remember Siskel and uh, Ebert giving it, or Roper and Ebert I forget who it was at the time giving it two thumbs up. Really? Just, oh yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, two thumbs up for that. And I'm just saying to myself, why, why, two thumbs up? First did, of all, you don't owe Carpenter a favor. <laughs> you don't. You don't tease Pamela Greer in. In uh, as a lesbian and don't have like a, a Pamela Greer lesbian scene. Well, yeah, and then kill her in fifteen minutes. Right. Put her head on a stake. <laughs> that, that wasn't too bad, actually. The, you know what? There was one good line in that whole film. Was which the, which the, rapper the, was it? Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Uh, I forget. It was something. Long, he said something, or he asked a question. Right, and then and he punches her in the face. Right? No, 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 not that no? one. That was stupid. I didn't like that part. The part, it's like they let the the criminals out, and there's this they're talking or whatever, and and he says something, and one of the one of his henchmen like raises his hand, and he's like, "Put your damn hand down" or something like that. It was right. just, it, it wasn't even that funny, but it's like for the moment, it was the only shining moment where it's like, "Oh, there's right. something humorous that I could actually laugh at," because it all sucks. Uh, and then uh, he directed Ghosts mm. of Mars in two thousand and one. And then the very next film he directed was nine years later, which was last year's uh, The Ward, which I heard was pretty bad. Yeah. So, I mean, he kind of stopped directing after Ghosts of Mars. If you want to talk about, you know, the magic being gone, the mm-hmm. flair and the desire and the fire to do something good was completely well, just gone. I don't know about the desire, but the ability. What did he do before Escape from L.A.? Uh, Village of the Damned. All right, before that. In the Mouth of Madness, which that, I liked. That was the last perfect Carpenter film. Yes. Because it was an homage. It wasn't I a par- agree. It wasn't a parody or a remake. And then, then he did, the only good thing about the Village of the Damned was Christopher Reeves. Reeve. Excellent. What? Reeve. As I said, excellent performance. <laughs> I love Christopher Reeve. You know, you know I- what? I, I like him. In, even that shitty Burt Reynolds film he did with Kathleen Turner. Which um, one was that? That one was... Yeah, I'll tell you exactly which one it was. Uh, Christopher Reeve. Yeah. It was. I think it was 1988. I want to uh, say 88. It was right after he did Superman 4. Switching Channels. Oh, well, that was a remake of... Um... Uh, My Fair Lady. Not My Fair Lady, jackass. My Fair Lady. Uh, His Girl Friday. Okay. I'm pretty sure that, if I remember correctly, that was a remake of Switching Channel, uh, My Fair Lady. God damn it! Uh, <laughs> His Girl Friday. Um, I liked, unless I'm confusing that with another broadcast news movie, but I'm pretty sure that's what I'm thinking of. Maybe. Um, I I love Noises Off. He had great comic timing. Yeah. Did you ever see him in uh, Death Trap? Is that the one with uh, Michael Caine? Yes. Yeah, oh yeah. With, with the kiss, with the kissing with, scene oh, and all that. Oh, the uncomfortable kissing scene. Not uncomfortable. It was a great film. It was. It worked perfectly. Well, this I found. I saw that as a kid, and I'm just like, "Mommy, why are these two men kissing?" I had no problem with it back then. I was I'm, okay with it. Yeah, okay, whatever. I'm secure in my just, manhood. Just keep telling yourself that. <laughs> I'm, I'm too dangerous to be threatened by homosexuality. <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, no, but actually, best performance ever was uh, in a Carpenter film. I think was 
at least one of the top ones was Christopher Reeve in that movie, even though it was a bad movie. Worst performance, same film, Village of the Damned, Christie Alley. Oh, God. That was Christie Alley, right? Yes, it was. Yeah, oh, God, horrible. <laughs> yeah. When when they finally burn her eyes out, it's like, I, I, I was, could we just, like, keep doing this for the next half hour? Because I'm not going, I'm not buying the character. And The Village of the Damned was, wasn't really a great movie to begin with. The only thing I ever had going for it was the whole think of a wall scene at the end. Oh, God, that was awful. Well, Awful. I'm, but he did it well. I mean, he's acting. Well, yeah. By that time, you feel bad for him, too. It's like he's, he's acting his heart out. You're like, it's not, not going to help you, Chris. You're still in this movie. That's right. But, but at, again, after he did Mouth of Madness, that, that was an inspiring film. Yes. Inspiring. And then a remake. And then, and then it was. Uh, would you say after um, after Mouth of Madness? No, after uh, after Village of the Damned. Village of the Damned. Hold on. You just said it. I forgot it. I. What'd you do? I. Hold on. What were your files uh, you down? No, 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 no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would never happen. But uh, after Village of the Damned was Escape from L.A. Right, which he just remade himself. And yes, I, he did. As much as I love the film and it has sparks of element of of, of like great c- cinematic uh, entertainment, it was still just a remake of his own stuff. And I loved Bruce it's Campbell's like, cameo. Oh yeah, that was great. But it's it's like what watch- a lovely blue eye. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Kevin Smith doing Clerks too. It's just okay. You're just go. You're just grasping for straws now. Have, have you watched that yet? No. And uh, then he did. And I'm still allowed to criticize him. Might have to make that a challenge in the future. You bet you will. Um, and, but then after that, everything was just, there's no, there's no inspiration. There's no originality. There's nothing. I mean, Ghost of Mars. I think we sat there listing all the other films of his that he ripped off. That's right. There's a little bit of a, uh, Assault on Precinct 13. It's, it's like the greatest hits of, of, uh, of now, Carpenter destroyed by Carpenter. Bringing up, uh, his IMDB page on the right hand side, it says projects in development. Uh Oh, and Essentially, this is, I guess, anything that he is attached to, or if he has characters based on, it'll list it here. He's got something called Riot. I've never heard of it. Fangland. But what I'm basically getting at is They Live is slated to be me uh, to start being remade this year. No! Yeah. Uh, Escape from New York in 2013. And a film called The Prince, which I'm assuming is going to be The Prince of Darkness or Prince of Darkness. Mm-hmm. I have to click on it and find out. Uh, da, 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 da. It doesn't say. But because of the fact that Carpenter's name is attached, it see, and it says horror, 2013. So it's got to be, they have to be remaking Prince of Darkness and they're just going to call it The Fucking Prince. Yeah. Oh, is that annoying? They gotta call it the mirror. The mirror. They gotta call it that creepy guy that's in all those Carpenter films is back again. <laughs> the, 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 the semi-redheaded guy with the freckly chest. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> From the howling and the fog and all that. Right, right, he's a, right. He's the truck driver in the fog. That's all I know him as. He's the guy who's uh, season of the witch. Oh, that's right. Turn it off. <laughs> He was also uh, wasn't he one of the guards or one of the like chief officers in, in Escape from New York? Yeah, ev- yeah, he. Everybody was in Escape from New York. Yeah, everybody that was Carpenter's guy was in Escape from New York. 
Now I'm looking at uh, now, his uh, his credentials here, and it says the for the video game uh, Fear Three, he was a storyline consultant. <laughs> wow! He did something called Escape from New Jersey. Oh, that was he, he 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 wrote the characters for that. But was that something in development? It says 2010. It's a short story, I think. I uh, it's not a short movie. Escape you know, from New Jersey. <laughs> Braver men have tried. I'm too dangerous to get out of Jersey. That's right. They gotta. <laughs> that's what I, I'm the reason you can't get out of Jersey because they're trying to keep me in. It says it costs five grand. I'm trying to see how long it is. I it's think probably. It's, it's, it's a short. You know what it is? It's probably one of those like pseudo animated things they slap on DVDs now. Yeah. That's, I'm guessing that's what it is. Well, here's the synopsis. Picking up right where John Carpenter's escape from New York ended, we find Snake Plissken stuck in New Jersey with his newfound freedom on the line when his, pa- when his path crosses that of Armando Barone, the crime kingpin of the Garden State. With his presidential pardon and Barone's grasp, grasp excuse me, Snake is once again forced to re-steal the money that got him sent to New York prison in the first place. Can Snake pull off the job? Will he ever truly be free? But more importantly, can he escape from New Jersey? You know what? This This has like a bunch of actors in it. This might be a real piece of shit film. All right. I I need to make one comment about the remake of They Live, and then I want to... It's 45 minutes. So it's it's half a real movie. Right. But I I, want to mention this real quick, and then I want to go back to this because it's a great segue. I must see this. Here's my problem Uh with remaking They Live. And once again... Why? Well, how do you improve it? I'm not saying it's a perfect film. No. But but I think they're going to make a lot of the same mistakes because they're going to try and stay true to the original film. I don't think which they can. therefore means don't bother remaking it. Here, here now, there's only one way that I can allow this to be uh-huh. made, and that's if the movie has a lot about. I think they should bring back Roddy Piper. That would be cool. If he came back oh, and reprised his role, but make it later, make it a sequel. Remember? Do you remember um, the but, 70s uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers? The one with Donald Sutherland? Yeah. Do you remember, yes. the, remember the opening of the film where they're, they're in the car and they, and they, they come across uh, Murrow from the first film? Uh, and he's still running yes. around. They're here! They're here! And he gets hit by a car and killed. Yeah. They have to do that with Rowdy. Oh no! Or at some point, like so, like 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 Roddy's got the sunglasses on, and some like like some cops gun him down in the middle of the street. I like Roddy Roddy, Roddy Piper too much for that. But you know what I'm saying? Like 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 tie it in where it's. I like, know okay, what you're saying. Okay, this, I know what you're saying. This is where the original movie should have ended, uh, and we're, now we're gonna take over. <laughs> but my problem is actually the they live still stands up as a great anti-government, anti-control. Absolutely. An, anti. A lot of what it says still rings true right. too. Anti-commercialism, anti-materialism, uh, and my—I'm guaranteeing that they're not going to stick to that. No, there's going to be too much money involved. Yep. And as a matter of fact, one of the best, one of the best scenes in the film, Uh-oh. as far as uh, where you put on the glasses and you see stuff, is where the guy has the money and it just says, "This is your god." Yeah. On the money, couldn't be more accurate. Really. In in this climate, I think the climate's perfect for that film. I just don't know if a bunch of rich isolationist uh, CEO Hollywood moguls bankrolling the film are going to 
let it go with the same statement. Right. And I, I don't know if they care, but I don't know if they understand enough where they won't say, well, you know what? Test screening said that we should have a happy ending. And uh, yeah. and you know what we need more in here is we need more breasts. <laughs> and I usually don't argue against that. But in this, true. in this case, you see what I'm saying? I, I, I'm afraid they're going to pervert the message of the original. Right. And if you're not keeping the original message, don't make the film because you're you're losing, and it's never going to keep. It's like it's like Willy Wonka. They'll never capture that charm. The, well, and, and, and when, they, when, when Tim Burton did the film, it just rang true that there's just not. It's not going to happen. Yeah, and hopefully I'm wrong. Ho- hopefully they come out and I'm like, this is awesome, and thank God they did it. But I'm I'm I, on this. I don't think I am. Nah. Now may I mention, and I'm going to mm-hmm. hand it over to you. Okay. That the the fact that we're talking about Carpenter remaking himself and doing Escape from L.A. and Escape from New York. Yeah. Is a perfect example of, and, and all this stuff, we're talking about films where they shouldn't have done a sequel and they shouldn't have done a remake, and why do they keep re- making this stuff when it was perfect the first time around? Uh-huh. I under- listening. I understand why they do this, though, because when we watched Attack the Block, I yes. wanted, I, even at the end, I said, I know it's wrong to say this, but I w- hope they do a sequel. Just, oh. Just because I love the film so much, I don't want it to end. You're right. And that's going to be, uh, we're going to go to a break real soon because we've been talking for almost an hour. Uh, well, you know, let's break now then. Bloop. Well, the th- and, and I think, yeah, uh, don't, don't do that. <laughs> uh, we have a whole, I have a whole bunch of films. Like it was, this was going to be a, what we've been watching episode. <laughs> and I think we're only going to review tech the block. <laughs> well, let's, you know, what we could, you know, what we should do sometime that one idea we had. Am I still let's, here? Yeah. Uh, we, the idea where we, we'd like pick names of bad movies out of a hat and do like a one minute synopsis or. Uh, yes, that's right. We did talk about that a long time ago. Yeah. I like that idea. We're, we're not organized enough to do that. No, we're not. <laughs> Take a break. Imagine, imagine if we got some fucking email and, and some voicemail. Oh, yeah. We'd, we'd be totally fucked. I, I'm still convinced that like, it's just like Chris downloading our, our, the episode over and over and over again. That's why our bandwidth is so big. <laughs> He's just downloading it 10,000 times a month. He actually rents a server <laughs> in China just to download up there to throw us off. Is that why we get so much bandwidth out yeah. of China? <laughs> you think people are listening to them. <laughs> yeah. No one's listening to them. I don't, I don't even listen to them. We just download it and then delete it. <laughs> <laughs> downloaded it five million times. Never listened to one. Bastard. <laughs> All right. Chris, you're uh, not downloading the shows, are you? Prove it. Yep, that's exactly it. Prove it. <laughs> I can't <laughs> prove it. You ate the evidence. <laughs> <laughs> Go to a break, sir. All right, I'm going to break. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about Attack the Block. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Joey, do you have time to read these days? I don't. I have a kid. <laughs> Me neither. But you know what? I listen to books. Oh, you do? I download audiobooks at audible.com. There you go. Right now I'm listening to Shock Value, how a few eccentric outsiders gave us nightmares, conquered Hollywood, and invented modern horror. I think you can get that link from our site, too. Uh, well, not for that, but for Audible. No, yeah. well, the audible.com. Yeah, and you can get that book through audible.com. You go to our website, moviesucktastic.com. You go to the podcast page. And on the lower left-hand corner, there's an audible.com link. Click on that. You get a two-week free uh, trial. And we get a kickback. And we, and, and, and we need it. Please. Yes. Well, I, I, we don't ask for donations, but this is a good way to keep the show running. This microphone is, has more tape on it than my balls. <laughs> That's a lot of tape. That is quite... You know what? You go, go to audible.com. Audible.com. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
Hello and let's dance. Like we did last summer, baby. Oh, speaking of dancing. <laughs> What's that? You mentioned Footloose coming out. Yes. Did you see Upright Citizens, Brig- Upright Citizens Brigade? I'm losing my ability to speak tonight. What, back when it used to be on? Well, no, the, the troop still does stuff. They have a new movie oh, coming I, out. I, I haven't seen anything. They have a, It's trailers out. Uh, check it out on Hulu. It's called Freak Dance. Freak Dance. And they're doing a parody of all the, the dance... Uh, I lost God again. Well, since I lost Scott. <laughs> Just take those old records on the shelf. Sit and listen to them by myself. Today's music ain't got the same song. I like that old time of rock and roll. Don't try to take me to a disco. Let's dance. No, no, no. Bob Seger. <laughs> I just like Bob Seger. I'll admit it. I'm actually unplugging the internet on purpose. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. No, it's, it's called Freak Dance, and it's a parody of all those dance uh, competition movies. Ah. And, like, the, the big the poster is, like, a, a guy's tights, and it's, like, a big schlong stuck under the tights. Oh, God. And, it's like, it's hideous. And it's, it's, uh, it looks funny. I like them. Yeah. I'm biased. Well, yeah. Okay. You know what's funny? I uh, I pulled up the uh, Attack the Block uh, IMDb, and of course, the advertisement on the right side is for the the Nicolas Cage film that you were trying to remember for for Trespass. Uh huh. And it actually says it has an order now button because it says in theaters, on demand, and iTunes. Yeah, they they they're doing that now when they realize that that they're only. It's- that word of mouth is going to kill this thing immediately. Right. So they're trying to get as much money as they possibly can because they're saying, listen, you can go to the theater to see it or we're letting you get it in the comfort of your own home. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to make it because the fact that they're releasing it theatrically, they're basically saying, listen, this is what you wanted the whole time. We're going to do a theatrical run and on demand. You can stay home. It's the future. Enjoy this. And people are stupid. People are going to be like, hmm. That sounds very interesting. I think I will order it on demand and pay $6 to see this. So yeah. they're just trying to make as much money as they can. But where I'm going with it yes. is the poster. And I mentioned this when we uh, when we posted the trailer on the Facebook page. Nicole Kidman could not be more airbrushed than this poster. It is that bad. You can actually zoom in on this and see... It, she's a cartoon. It's not even a real picture of her at this point. What happened? You, what? you know, you get these actresses in, in Hollywood, and uh, I, I don't know if there's a strong reaction that we don't like people that age. But I, I think that's what they think people think. Well, I, I think it's like to me, it's like the Hollywood disconnect where they're doing this the. the they're airbrushing everything and they're they're pulling everything back. Like, oh my God! If there's a wrinkle, if there's any wrinkles here, my career is over. No one wants to see that. Right. And, and most people are watching the film. 
Yeah. You know, oh. most people are watching the acting. It's it's not about your face. You know, you're 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 not a model. You're an actress. We're we're, we're yeah. not we're we're not leafing through a magazine and we're not going to buy uh, perfume because we saw you smiling. You're you're here to emote and and take us into a story. And when you look like a, a when you, um a plastic doll, and when when all we can think about is Jesus, what happened to her face? I mean that it distracts what? from the film. It's nauseating, this poster, just how airbrushed it is. It's amazingly uh, bad. And they even airbrushed Nicolas Cage, and I think the only reason they did that... <laughs> well, I, I don't blame him for that. Well, no. <laughs> well, I think the reason why they photoshopped him and they airbrushed him is so that he, on the poster, doesn't look so different from her. Yeah. Y you follow me? Well, because you... she is so airbrushed please, that if they didn't do something don't. to Nick Cage, it, would, it wouldn't match. Please don't, please don't say that. You follow me. You follow me. It's not. It's not. It's not you. It's not you. But but my my boss says that like fifteen times in the course <laughs> of telling you like to do something. You know what? I I think that's probably the first time I've ever said that. No, it is. You yeah. You never say it. I know you don't mean it that way. But oh my god, you follow me. You get this. You understand? No, I'm a I'm a fucking retard. Please repeat yourself. <laughs> and then, so no, it's not you. It's all me. Just so I, I, I'm gonna go ahead and play the trailer for Attack the Block. You follow me? But wait, wait, wait! We're, we're talking. Hang on one second. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. Oh no! I was being sarcastic. <laughs> I know, but no, but don't play it just yet. The, no, 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 that's fine. I, I agree with you about the whole airbrushing thing, and, and this is also one of the reasons we have, you know, we have young girls with so such low self-esteem. Well, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting. You should mention that they played a commercial. They have uh, this whole lawsuit going on about um, the Skechers. Uh, what the hell are the 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 jeans no sneakers? the shoes the sneakers the they're not called pull-ups they're called shape-ups uh-huh oh yeah what's wrong with that they, they make them for children <laughs> and they showed a commercial for it <laughs> well first of all they've already debunked that they don't work really that's one thing ah so aside from that it's just completely uh, false advertising uh they don't work they, they don't help you get in shape. They, they do none of that. But the fact that they have commercials for children, why the fuck do children need shape-ups? Oh, and I man. think it, it goes back to what you were saying about self-esteem. And uh, they don't have them for boys. They only have shape-ups for girls. <laughs> so uh, it's it goes back to that where... You know, moms pass it down to their daughters and say, you know, you have to be pretty, you have to do this, you have to be in shape, you have to be skinny. Uh, it's, I, I, and I think you're right with the whole self-esteem thing. But well, just the fact that they make shape-ups for little girls. And I, and I, and I, like I said, it's this, it's this Hollywood disconnect where there's it's so wrapped up in this insular society where they're judging each other on this. And right. and you've got CEO CEOs and, and executives running the studios saying. You know, we, we can't put her on there because she looks old and it's youth. You know, they're they're selling it because they're they're selling these people as a as a product and not as uh, artists. That's and, right. And and it it just gets wrapped up. And then, like I said, I think it comes back to the main audiences. That I I don't see many audiences complaining. I'm glad they're finally casting Nicolas Cage in roles where he's not playing a twenty something. Yeah. Thank God. Although they, they attempted in Ghost Rider. Yeah, I think it was the last one they did. That was the uh, that and I, that and Wicker Man. I think were the last ones where they tried to sell him off as like this competent, like his got you know young guy, young detective. 
Oh yeah, they pulled what? out the shoe polish for his hair. Yeah, but finally you're watch, like you're watching Drive Angry. And you're like, yeah, he's looking a bit slouchy. He's looking a mm-hmm. bit pudgy and his wrinkly a little bit. Thank God, the guy's you know he's not that young. No, he's not making Con Air two for Christ's sakes. <laughs> what? Oh, talk about a movie that needed a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Con Air two round trip. <laughs> there, you guys, you, that you can have that. Just get John Melko. John Melkovich is another one. You watch him in like the last couple. Of fil- like you see him in Transformers three. Oh, he's in that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I haven't dude, seen it yet. Dude, t- t- Transformers three. Actually, I actually enjoyed it. Really? It was. I well, it, there's no secret that I hated too. I yeah, that is true. Yeah. I didn't hate it. I, I thought well, it was you know, okay. All right, you know, all right, you know what I'm saying. I'll I'll sit through it and watch it. For the action sequences and some of the humor, but for right. the most part, it's a bad film. Oh yeah, part the, the, three. For sure. Part three, I thought was so much better than part two. Right. Uh, it was a little bit less of the. <sighs> was it better than the first film? Because the first film, I still think, is very good. It's better than the first film only because it's not as formulaic. Okay. In the sense that they didn't have to introduce everything. Got it. Okay. And I'm not saying it's a brilliant film. I'm not saying it's, you know, a work of art, but it, it gets pretty gruesome in the second half. Oh, really? There's, there's a lot of. The second half, it's one of those films where you get into it and at one point you go, my God, there's so much death. <laughs> What's with all the people dying? <laughs> I wow. Thought, yeah. Well, it's like Green Hornet. You saw the Green Hornet? Have you seen I, that? I just saw. I didn't see all of it, but it was on cable literally two or three days ago and I watched. I'd probably say about half of it. The first half? Yeah. Okay. You watch the first half and you, you're kind of getting into it. I'm telling you, the last half hour of that film, at one point you're gonna just you're gonna stop and go, wait a minute, there's there's a lot of people dying here. <laughs> got a lot of people. And it, I have to I have to see it because from what I saw, I liked. Yeah, I was surprised I liked it. I really did. And, yeah. and Transformers Three has that thing where they hit a point where they just go, you know, we're not we're not messing around anymore. There's there are hundreds of thousands of people, if not more, dead. They really, wow. they really ratchet up to like a serious. It's it's almost like they 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 go halfway towards Skyline. Really? It's like all right, I'll tell you what, let's make Skyline, but let's make it where they could actually have a chance to win. <laughs> and there's a lot of wacky shit, and there's you know, and there's Shia, Shia LaBeouf, and but uh, Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf, so much semen. <laughs> but it was a fun movie, and I and I thought some of the weaknesses that the second film had did not show uh-huh. up in the third. It like. You know Megan Fox, right? Uh, it was, yeah, I, I love. They that. just replaced her with a what? A Playboy Playmate or no, uh, 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 Victoria's Secret model? Victoria's Secret. That's dude. That's and it's beautiful because they come right out of the gate, and the first thing is this Victoria's Secret model, literally half naked. The first scene, she's half naked, crawling all over him, like nothing oh, but a, like nothing but a t-shirt. It's almost <laughs> like they're just saying, like, yeah, all right, here's your hot chick. We're not even going to pretend that she's a real person. <laughs> And Megan, who? And and literally, yeah, she dumped him. She dumped him. That's it. Yeah, she dumped him. Which is actually the most realistic thing in the whole film. I'm yes. not Shia LaBeouf. I mean, and as she's watching uh, robots attack the city, seek the seat. That's why I fucking dumped him. <laughs> I don't fucking need that. <laughs> but it wasn't bad. I mean, I could pick apart certain aspects of it, like you could for any sci-fi right. film. But dude, it was fun. And there's one great scene that they show bits of in the trailer. Where Bumblebee, like jumps over, like jumps over this huge traffic. That's that whole traffic scene where he, where uh, 
where he oh they stole it from the island yeah <laughs> it's a really good traffic uh, it's a really good chase scene but at one part bumblebee jumps up and pulls shia labeouf out of him because he's transforming and he'll turn him apart if he doesn't okay. and like he turns into a robot in midair and then throws him turns back into a car and throws him in the seat again and oh. it's not only it's an awesome it's an awesome scene but what makes it a great scene is that shia labeouf screams like a little girl through the entire scene <laughs> i mean it, it was just like yeah okay <laughs> I could see that happening. <laughs> yeah. It was like, okay, there's a little bit of realism there. I'll go with that. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's just Attack real quick <laughs> talk about Attack the Block so I can play the goddamn trailer. Um, just play the trailer. We'll talk about it. Just play the trailer? And we won't have a choice. We'll have to talk about it. All right. Hold on one second. See, you messed, you messed me up here. <laughs> I'm all out of whack. <sighs> okay. Uh, all right. I'm going to play the trailer. Be right back. Alien, bruv, believe it. And I landed in the wrong place, though, you get me? Welcome to London, motherfucker. <laughs> well done, lads. You discovered a species hitherto unknown to science. Believe. Maybe there was a party at the zoo and a monkey fucked a fish. Yo, check it. More. More what? Them things. Lovely fireworks. Mom, it's alien invasion. Of course it is. I'm killing them. I'm killing them in the street. Let's get tooled up, blood. Quite sweet, really, aren't they? Oh, that's different. They ain't even the same thing. That looks triple the size blood. We need to get off the streets. Back in a block. What kind of alien would invade some shitty council estate in South London? One that's looking for a fight. <laughs> What is that? I'm shitting myself in it, but at the same time, this is sick. I've got one text left. It's too much madness to explain in one text. We have to call the police. You'd be better off calling the Ghostbusters, love. It's mayhem and he's Bob. What <laughs> kills us? No one is gonna ever call you mayhem. You keep on acting like such a pussy. We're going to Ron's weed room. That's the safest place in the block. What's Ron's weed room? It's a big room full of weed, and it's Ron's. That was the trailer for Attack the Block. Love the trailer. When I saw the trailer, I was sold. You had you had me at the trailer. Oh yeah. And how often maybe, is that? Maybe a monkey. There was a party at the zoo, and a monkey fucked a fish. <laughs> it's just good. I mean, it's just a really great film. Uh, Nick Frost isn't in it enough, I think. No, but I it doesn't. It doesn't take away. Uh, from his performance whatsoever. I think he's in it just the right amount. I think at Oh, this you think point, so? Okay. I think at this point he's so recognizable that if he was in it anymore, he'd be stealing the scenes from these kids that put out such an excellent performance 
Oh yeah, like Moses. Love Moses. Moses. I mean, and when they when they in the beginning of the film when they mug that woman, who they later befriend, and she runs away, and he's like, "Allow it. Allow it. <laughs> Allow it." <laughs> well, I, I love. I love. What is he four? I don't. I meant four. Fourteen. Yeah. Like three. He's just like he's like this badass, you know, leader of these kids. Like, allow it. Well, did you read the the background with the the screenwriter? Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Josh Cornish. Mm-hmm. Oh, Joe Cornish. He was involved with. Um, the hell did he? He wrote. Uh, you have to look um, it up because my internet hates me. You know what? He's writing the Adventures of Tintin, which is coming out in December, uh, which Spielberg is uh, directing. Oh, have you seen those trailers? Uh, Tintin. N- yeah. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> it hurts. He wrote something. Um, he was involved in something before this, though, that I, that I remember. I can't remember. Uh, well, I'll tell you what he's done. He's done the Adam and Joe show that ran from 96 to 99. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Making Little Britain 2. Which was a documentary uh, for Little Britain, right? Blunder uh, and Attack the Block, right? Um, and as far as uh, yeah, I mean, you got uh, for as far as writing credits, Adam and Joe, Wonky World of Animation, Adam and Joe, American Animation Adventure, Adam a lot and of British Joe, Tokyo, yeah, uh, making Little Britain two, little documentary, which is I'm assuming another Little Britain thing. And then now it uh, attacked the block well, he wrote. Apparently, he, he, he was actually mugged by, you know, the inner city youth like that. Oh, really? And that's when he started investigating because he he, rec- he uh, noticed when they mugged him that they seemed as scared as, as he was. Like these kids are out there. They're terrified. You know, th- right. you know, they're mug- You know, they're not as tough as they all look. They're just act. You know, it's an act. Oh, yeah. Like when they mug her, they're all they're hiding their faces. Yeah, so yeah. he he started invest he started investigating the whole thing of the inner city youth and these kids, and you here just imagine imagine if you will how America would fuck up this movie. Oh yeah, if they decided oh we're gonna make our own version or we're gonna make a film like this how oh ow 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 I just hurt myself how would they fuck it up how badly would they fuck this up amazingly so. They absolutely would. I mean, there's, there's, there's no, there's no, there's not a snowball's chance in hell that they would get it right. And you, there are other films that, that capture it, but when you look at like the oppressive nature of these apartment blocks in in the the poor districts of England, mm-hmm. and like the the thing with the lights, how they have the automatic lights in the hallways. Oh right, right. And and just this like you're you're living in a concrete bunker, essentially. And it's all like big. They're blocks. They're huge concrete blocks with a. Um, as far as him as an actor, he was in Shaun of the Dead as a zombie. Uh huh. <laughs> and he's uncredited. He got shot by soldiers. It says, and then he was also Bob in Hot Fuzz. Oh, so that's wow, obviously okay. how he knows. Uh, uh, what's his face? Nick yeah. Frost and. Uh, was a comedy um, writer too. He, he knew. He obviously knew them while they were doing like little comedy shows, like uh, Spaced. Oh right, and, yeah. and Simon Pegg, of course. Right. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 very gritty as far as how it looks as well. Um, but, special effects for being such a low budget are actually very good. The monsters, the monsters are amazing. They're awesome in their simplicity. Yes, they are. They're com- completely. You know what they remind me of uh, a lot, actually. 
um, those things from the first Gears of War game. Now, see, I was thinking the Max. The Max. The comic book. No, no, no. I know exactly what you mean. Um, the little, the little, the little guys. Yeah, just make them bigger and more scary. Yes, I, 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 I would agree with that. It, but it's not the first thing I thought of. The first thing I thought of uh, were those things from uh, Gears of War. Yeah, I think, I think Gears of War almost has a case. <laughs> 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 to be honest. Uh, I don't know when the last time you played Gears of War was, but they it, it, they look almost verbatim. They look except for even the the mouth in the movie they glow like a bluish color, almost like uh, when you buy like an illuminated keyboard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like that kind of blue, and in the Gears of War game, uh, it's like silver or gold. It's like very shiny. Well, that uh, but not blue. That was I mean that scene where they first see the 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 dark black creature. And from the distance, and it's like, oh, look at its eyes glowing, and that's not its eyes. And then you, it's his fangs. Like, and then they show it where the, you think it's their eyes, and then the mouth opens, and it's, its teeth. It's yep. such a great introduction to these beasts. Oh yeah, the, absolutely. Your first visual, full-on visual introduction is, oh, that looks scary. He says, no, it's worse. <laughs> and they, they they don't try to recapture that. Like they don't pull that again. No, 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 no. They, from then on, it's just. Straight out, they're there to kill you. And there's an intelligence to how they did the film. I mean, they and they didn't tease the monster too much. They that first moment they tease a little bit. Right after that, you you after that first time uh, when it's chasing them, yeah, you just see them everywhere. Yep, it's it's full on. There's no reason to tease anymore. We got it. And and keeping them black made the special effects cheaper, I guess. Well, and yeah, and it mm-hmm. allows them to hide it better. Right. And, yeah. And, absolutely. But, and but then they explain. Like I love that scene where they k- kill one, and they're like, "Wow, it's blacker than black," and they just show it, you know, just show like the hands, just to just to give a qu- quick example. But they don't dwell on it. That's it. The film doesn't dwell on anything, really. No, no, it really doesn't. Um, what what I really liked about uh, the film were, and I don't know why, I think I I like films that that have the kids as the actors, uh, like almost not that this is a coming of age, but well, kind of is. It kind of is because the main you know, they they're... they kind of become men uh, because they're 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 in this alien invasion essentially, and they have to do whatever they need to do to protect their block. But but don't, it goes beyond that though. Don't forget the main character arc, at least for Noah, and for the friends too. It isn't just about battling to survive. It's about ownership of their actions. It's the actions have consequences, and and owning up to the fact that what you do affects others, and making that decision. Are you going to live for yourself, or are you going to try to help others? Right. And and Noah makes that 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 moralistic leap throughout the film, and his other yeah. and the, uh, his other Noah. No, um, um, Moses. Moses. Sorry. <laughs> I'm what, Same, I, I went with you. I went with you for a second, and I'm like, well, he keeps saying Noah. Same. <laughs> yeah. They both yeah. have to do with water. But it's the wrong character. I rest my case. Whatever. Um. Noah. But you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. And even the character, even the children characters, the ones that survive, um, they go through that same character arc too, where it's more. It's it, they they learn about responsibility, but not in a, a cliche sitcom way. No. And it, it's a great writing, excellent writing. It's an alien invasion, bra. Believe it. Believe. Allow it. Allow it. I I, I love I love, I've always loved British accents and and the slang. 
I always like like ha- go to hospital. Oh yeah. Have to go to hospital. Go on. I have to go to vacation. You know, no, go on oh, holiday. Go holiday. Go on, but go on holiday, not go on a holiday. Right. I love that. Well, and and the thing is too, when this film first started, it only took me about five or ten minutes to just really get used to it. But their accents are really thick. Oh yeah, in no. this film, this, it's really really thick. This is not for anybody who has not grown up watching like Black Adder, Monty Python, Yep, Red Dwarf. You you really ha- you 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 don't want to subtitle it. No, if, no. You know what? The, the one problem I had until I saw the credits, the two little ones, I kept thinking they were saying props and mayhem. Oh, I I, no. I thought it was props, and at the end, I was like, oh, it's prob and mayhem. Prob. No one's ever going to call you mayhem if you keep acting like such a pussy. (laughs) Now, I I couldn't hear the trailer. Did they have the other line that I liked? uh, And I I thought this really tapped into the essence of not just, like, kids in this element or kids on the streets, but just people in general, like human beings as a whole. I thought it tapped into this this kind of uh, reptilian-brained essence that we all have is when when they go in the one garage – and they get all the motorcycles before they rev out, and says, "Yeah, you know what? Um, I'm shitting my pants." But at the same time, uh, this is really sick. This is really sick, man. Yeah, it's in the trailer. It's in the trailer because I can't hear it on my end because my internet sucks. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm too I'm too dangerous to be given full control of, of all the <laughs> sounds going on. I I love that line. It's it's a real kind of like raw for the audience. In a, in a scene where where you're really cheering for these kids. That just gives that gives the audience a little boost, like yeah, I'm really into you know, and it makes you realize that even though it's like a death horrible moment, you're, you're hoping these kids survive, but you're still enjoying it. Oh, absolutely, yes. And I think it really just totally. it just taps into that 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 mental that that kind of that deep mental thing where where you want it, like you know, I want you to hit me as hard as you can. You know, you I you want, want you to hit me as hard as you can. You know, you you want to be in fights. You that, that that adrenaline of getting in that kind of situation where you have to fight for your life, as repellent as it is, is also a thrill, which is yes. why we watch films like this. And I, I thought that like again, there's like a moment where that one moment in the film taps into an entire uh, emotional connection that the audience has with it. I I completely agree. I, I do. I'm sorry, I, a little ranty there. That, that's that's all right. That's all right. Um, plenty of blood. Plenty of blood. Uh, I mean, what? Uh, blop, blop. What? Yeah. <laughs> Without giving away anything, I what even like the we... music. Oh, I love the music. Uh, the music almost seemed. Um, it's gangster. Sh- no, 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 no. It, uh, when I when I was listening to the trailer, I was just saying to myself, it almost sounds a little X Files in some spots. Oh yeah, I mean, you mean, you mean the score. just very little, not 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 a tremendous amount, but you can definitely tell I, they went a little X Files with whoever did you know did the music. You mean the score? The score. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. So I'm talking about like the gangster. The, oh, it's like uh, <laughs> the the main guy's rapping. It's like snitch, snitch, snitch. <laughs> you yeah, know, the, 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 like blap, blap, blap. <laughs> right. Exactly. What was the other one? That's the police. That whoop whoop whoop. That's the police. That's the police. <laughs> I was like, I'm digging this. I could, I, could, I could listen to this. I couldn't, but and, and for, for the fun of the movie, I could. You know what's even great? They even had like jokes that weren't telegraphed. Don't you love it when the movie actually surprises you? Yes. Oh, yeah. When the rich kid goes to his car? I didn't see that coming. Oh. 
Right. And it was just that, and it was that one of those things where I didn't groan. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> nice way to tie it in. I like that. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, for sure. And it's, and, and there's an anti-drug. For sure. Dude. You know what? And, and the anti-drug message isn't even anti-drug. Not really. It's anti-drug dealing. Yeah. But you know the stoners are still. You got to love the fact that like, the girl does the dangerous part because the guys are too stoned. Okay. <laughs> we'd we'd do it, but I'm way too high. <laughs> yeah. Ron's weed room. It's the safest play on the block. Place on the block. Well, what's Ron's re- weed room? You know, when they did that scene, they probably had to do it fifty times. Yeah. I can't even fucking say Ron's it. Ron's weed room. Ron's weed room. Ron's weed room. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's, uh, it's a room full of weed, and it belongs to Ron. <laughs> it's a room. And it's full of weed, and it's Ron's. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what, too? It's not a long film, either. It's only 88 minutes, and it's perfect length for type, this type of film. I'm telling you. It, you know what it is? It's Digstown. Yeah. It's Digstown. At the end, you can't help but cheer. You can't help but be like, yeah. It's, it's just, that's, that's the end. It's just, you want a sequel. You want it to keep going. You want a remake. You want anything. You just want that feeling not to stop, because that, it, the... Not only do the characters drag you in, but the story drags you in. Yes. Also, they don't, oh, yeah. and they don't overuse the slow mo. No, they don't. And they don't. It's only used a couple of times. And they don't overuse the CGI. You know, I don't. I don't. I think as the only CGI that was really in this film. Well, the monsters. Were, I don't think they were CGI. Yeah, they were. CGI. I think there was some puppetry going on for most of those scenes. I think most of the scenes were CGI. I didn't think so. I, I'd have to watch a making of, which I rarely watch these days. Right. But I got a feeling the majority of it was CGI. I think it's coming out soon, if it's not out already. Yeah. Oh, guess, uh, speaking of DVDs coming out, on, on DVD swap, mm-hmm. I'm I'm like second in line for a Blu-ray of Serbian film. Oh God! Because <laughs> because I need that on Blu-ray. How many people are waiting? Um, I didn't look, but I'm number two. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's like seven or eight. <laughs> I want to know who's number one. Soon I will be number one. Soon you will be. <laughs> I had to oh mention that. God. I love that. You're the Duke of New York. You're a number one. <laughs> I thought I was gonna be like like the bottom of that list. Like, oh look, I'm number two. A Blu-ray for for all intent. Oh jeez. A Blu-ray? Oh, you gotta have that crystal clear, dude. A Serbian... What am I talking about? I have it on Blu-ray. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> do we have anything else to add to Attack the Block? I don't think so. Uh, without ruining anything, I I just think uh, if now, you... Now, be fair, there's not much to ruin because, like, when I say it, no, it surprises really. me now and then. You know how to, you kind of know how to, I mean, the fact that they kill, once they kill the first kid, you, you know, right. it's, it's like when they kill Wash in, um, in uh, in uh, Firefly, Serenity. It's like, okay, all bets are off. They could kill anybody now. Yep. When they kill that first kid, you're like, okay, they're actually killing kids now. We don't really know how this is going to end. Yeah, nobody's safe. And also, thank God, we finally have a film that doesn't involve, if we killed the queen. Oh, yeah. Oh. This didn't do that. Thank God. And, and also, at the end, when you're thinking, well... Um, Gee, the, 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 the way what he does at the end to save the day, it's like, oh, so now they don't have any proof there were aliens, and then you look, you go back and the film's like, no, there's dead aliens all over the place. <laughs> yeah, there, there's literally dead, and they don't dissolve, they don't. So, like, if you did a sequel, the sequel, I'm telling you, it would be a great sequel. What's that? Is that the, these things land somewhere else, and the government, like, the, like your X Files type government people 
whatever, like MI5 from Britain or whatever. Bring in the kids. Bring in the kids as, as the experts because they're the ones right. that defeated them. So Moses gets like Moses like two years later is a bit older. He gets to run his own like alien squad. Think of aliens, but like okay. but instead of the military, you've got Moses' gang, and they give them real weapons. <laughs> He's got his own platoon. Yeah, and I would I would. I would, you know what? I even if I knew the sequel is, would suck, I'd still watch it. That's what I'm saying. This is, the, it, and it, 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 I feel guilty saying it because this film does not. Again, I'm I'm, ra- I'm ranting because they're remaking the thing or doing the sequel, the prequel right. thing. This film doesn't need to be touched. It needs to be left as it is. It is a it is a um, an, an insect trapped in amber. It's perfect right where it is. But you so want to do more because it was so much fun. Yep. And I think if they bring in the same people that did this, they might do it justice to do a, a second film. Right. And I'm sure that's why they uh, they won't. Well, and that here, what's the budget on this? I mean, I, I just like statistically, it was low. just let's look at the odds that it would even get a sequel. Budget was $13 million. Uh, opening weekend in the UK was £1 million. Um and then it made 1 million in the US. So it made 2 million bucks. Uh-huh. And it cost 13. But it got limited. Now it ain't going to happen. It got limited release here though. And I just don't know why. I don't know why. They should have really pushed it harder. Yeah, you know cuz But you know what I bet? I bet test audiences I can understand them. Yeah. Oh. Their their accents are way too thick. Oh, what were they saying? I don't know. I was confused. Can we lie down now? Our country is so stupid. Well, yeah. And and it just reminds me on a daily basis when I'm in traffic in the morning and I'm in traffic at night. For instance, I'm coming home tonight. Uh-oh. And I'm sitting in about, I'd say about 30 to 40 minutes of traffic. Is this movie related? Uh, no. <laughs> but I'm sitting, I'm, well, it is related to the fact that uh, I'm just mentioning that our country is stupid. Uh but I, I sat in 30 to 40 minutes of traffic because people are slowing down <clears throat> because the parkway has these new digital signs that say, you know, delays ahead, be prepared to stop or whatever they're trying to advertise to you as a driver. People were slowing down to read that starting this coming Monday, they are now putting film in all of the toll booths so that if you go through and don't pay the toll, you can and will get a ticket. So they slowed down to read the sign. That's it, and I sat in forty minutes of traffic for that. Well, that's that's called being being an informed driver, Joey. Fuck them! Wow! Whoa! The fact that I sit in traffic on a daily basis—this is one of those statistics where it says you'll sit in this much traffic in your lifetime, and you'll like you'll be in traffic for seven years of your life. I want my seven years back, goddammit. it! This takes me back to that scene from um, uh, Joe versus the volcano. I, I should, should kill you. you. <laughs> have you have you seen any? I know we didn't get into watch, talk about other films we've watched, but have you watched any new trailers lately? Um, off the top of my head, I can't think of any. I, I finally caught the trailer for Poe or for the Raven or for Poe. Is it called the Poe or is it called the Raven? Uh, you know what? I'm not sure, but I I didn't even know the trailer was out. It's out, and be, beyond the fact that it's cool to see John Cusack playing Poe. Right. It looks like it looks like they just decided to capitalize on the success of uh I'm not sure it's true. I don't know when they started filming it or started pre-production. It looks like that they're trying to capitalize on the success of Sherlock Holmes 
And okay. And it just looks. I don't know. It just did not impress me. You know, I'm on Dark Horizons right now, and they're showing a trailer for the skin I live in. Oh, oh! The trailer looks demented. Oh, speaking of underwhelming trailers, Human uh-huh. Centipede Two. Oh, is there a trailer for that? It, it, yes and no. Okay. There's a trailer, but there's nothing in it. It's really? it's like he's it, it's like they're teasing what's going to be in it, and whatever whatever they put in this film, I think even he realizes no matter what he does, it's not going to be received anywhere close to what Human Centipede was. Right. So, and I from I think I got the gist from the film. I think it's actually, I think it's supposed to be somebody who's inspired by the film. Oh really? Do something? Yeah. Oh God. So I uh, oh you know what the trailer I did watch uh, was for that uh, uh, Soderbergh movie Haywire. Oh yeah. Yeah, you posted the trailer on uh, Facebook. Right for a January release. But I think I posted the trailer a couple of months ago. You did, and did you? If you if you look, the and I think the post I made was funny. How uh, coming this January can be so deflating. <laughs> well, what happened? But one thing, if you noticed, the trailer they released earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure how far earlier. I'm not sure if it's the one you put printed. Rocky like a hurricane. It was horribly received. Oh, it was terribly so, but received. They recut it, and one thing, one of the things they had to do is they took out most of the dialogue, because um, yeah, you're right. Because what I'm reading is that the action doesn't look that bad, but the female lead is not that good. She doesn't pull it off the tough chick character. And yeah, that's what they're trying to pull too. They're trying to say that she's this badass. And I, I, I like your comment. I just love the voiceover. <laughs> they trained her. <laughs> they got the guy from Supergirl. Right. They trained her. They, whatever. They betrayed her. It's like, what? And, <laughs> what are you talking about? And again, like I said, it's, it's, it's the action film plot number three that I don't understand why they keep using it. They train. They train somebody so they're a, like a, an elite assassin. Right. Then they double cross them, and then they're surprised when they survive and come back after them. Right. Why would you double cross? What, what, what are you doing? What else did I see? Like, I, I like, did see another trailer. It's like giving the big guy at the bar a gun and then punching him in the face. Right. Was <laughs> the officer? And then he shot me. Oh. Did you see the trailer? I did see the trailer for the Immortals. I avoided that because I was annoyed. It's it just really looks like another three hundred ripoff. Well, you know, including to that was when the poster says from the producers of three hundred. Oh yeah, that's well, true too. That, that means that the, the the creative people didn't get involved in this. <laughs> <laughs> producers don't make anything. They, are they? They're not creators. They're 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 organizers. They have the money. Yeah, that's they, really all. It just that's oh, where it they, stops. They don't have the money. They they so, they get the people that have the money. And they get the people that have the money to put the money into the film. The producers don't have money. No, I thought the producers were the money. The pro- I thought the executive producers were, they were more, let's do this. They they talk with the director uh, about how to make the film and do certain scenes and things like that. But as far as producers go, producers I pretty much thought that they were the money. No, they don't. They don't the producers. Why do they get an Oscar then? Because they, they, they produce. They, 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 they coordinate. They produce the money. 
No, they don't. They, they, they're not investors. Are you sure? They're not investors. Producers I don't invest. I thought they were. No. All right. Then how come, uh, let's say you're a producer and you come to me and say, listen, I need this much money to make a f- movie. And I give you $50 million to make this movie. No, no, the pr- how come I don't get the Oscar? The producer convinces the studio to make the film. The producer organizes everybody. The producer picks, you know, gets everybody together. The producer gets the director, the writer, all that. The producer assembles everything and makes it happen. Okay. They produce. But they only produce because everyone else does the work. I thought that they're more the like managers. I thought the producers put up money too. But no. all right, never mind. No, 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 no. <laughs> silly, silly Joey. <laughs> That's like back when I used to like Kevin Smith. Oh yeah, he did, he had the audio commentary for uh, for um, Mallrats, and he talked about how it was his first big major Hollywood thing, and and and. After the first day of filming, he's like, he asked somebody, he's like, well, so what's, what's procedure here? Do I help, like, wrap the set or anything? And he's like, no, 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 silly man. <laughs> You're a director now. <laughs> I think he said he got paid, like, 50 grand for that. Uh, and he was, like, shitting in his pants because to him at that time was just, he just won the lottery. Well, shit, yeah. I mean, so. And, 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 that, and he actually was worth what he was paid for back then. That was also the audio commentary where he told uh, DVD to go fuck themselves. Yeah. Because he was a big, big supporter of Laserdisc. Right. And then I think it was the Chasing Amy. It was either Chasing um, Amy or the Clerks uh, cartoon audio. That he basically, he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. (laughs) I never said those things. Fuck Laserdisc. What are you talking about? (laughs) What I meant was I love DVD. It's sad because Kevin Smith's a complete waste of skin now. But but uh, like Mallrats was still one of my favorite audio commentaries ever. Oh yeah, They're the top ten great audio commentaries because it was just those I, guys I, bullshitting and yep. And you know, I think I think Evil Dead Two is up there. Oh God, yes. Don't go in there. <laughs> <laughs> just one of the most perfect audio, com- almost as entertaining as the movie itself. Well, Possibly more if you just judge it. As an audio there, commentary. You, you really can't beat the star of the film making fun of his movie. Right. Like Bruce, Bruce Campbell's like, oh, everything's okay now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go in there. Yeah. I got to watch that again. Yeah. Too long. I uh, I got to be honest. I, you know, I, I love Blu-ray. I love DVD. I, I love... You know, being able to see movies in high definition, the way they were meant to be seen as far as the director's vision and all that. But I miss Laserdisc. Yeah. I really do. I When we were collecting Laserdiscs back in the day, and this, back in the day, I'm talking like 10 years ago. Um, or, nah, 10 years? Probably about 15 years. Oh, don't get hung up on numbers. No, no. I think it's 15 years. Because I think the last disc pressed ever was in 2001 in Japan, but in 1999 in America, which was The Phantom Menace. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I miss those days because I think, even to this day, Laserdisc, as far as a special edition went, a box set, m- better than anything that they could do now. Yeah. I mean, you know that One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest coffee table book that I had, I've never seen anything that come even remotely close to anything that good again. They, they, you know what, what happened was when they made a special edition in Laserdisc, it was a special edition. Yeah, it was two hundred dollars. Yeah, it was it was special. One hundred and fifty dollars. Special yeah. special edition now means yeah, we just released it again. 
Right, or we just we put an extra, you know, alternate trailer. Yeah. Or you get audio commentary, so it's special. You know what the perfect example of that is? The Big Lebowski? There ha- oh, yeah, there's like a like dozen different versions. Yeah, yeah, there's like a dozen different versions out there, and literally, it's the exact same special features in every single I know, one. you yell at me all the time for having the one that I have on my uh, DVD swap. Yeah. Because you said you could have got one already, dummy. <laughs> just get one of the other ones. It's the same damn thing. Right. And I probably should just take it off and buy it on Blu-ray. Now, now, I may have four different version, four different DVDs of uh, Army of Darkness on my rack, for example, but each one is a, like a, a different cut. You got right, the I have boot- two. I have I have two myself. I've got the bootleg cut. Then you have the Boomstick edition. Then you have the director's cut. Then you have the theatrical release. So yeah, there's a lot of different versions there. Do you have the one with the alternate poster cover? Which is the yes shit. The, that's the one where his arms raised in the air. Well, it's like to- like a Fra- like a Frank Frazetta poster. Oh yeah, almost like a Conan. Isn't that the, that's a Boomstick edition, isn't it? No. I think I have that one. Hold on a second. You know what? I'm gonna go to my wall. Hold on one second. I th- I think I do have that one. Did he, he didn't even take his microphone with him, did he? Oh, I gotta carry the show again. I'm too dangerous to be messed around with in this way. <laughs> uh, what it is? It's the limited edition director's cut, and it's it's the one where his arms are raised in the air with the the chainsaw in one hand and the shotgun in the other. Yeah, the one with the paint. Yes. Yeah. And it's only it's limited to forty thousand copies. I think I have it. I'm not sure. I know. I think that I think that's the most expensive one circulating. I, I know I have both of the books that scream or whatever, the, the books of the dead. Yeah, and the batteries died in mine. Yeah. And you would think that what they would make it easy for you to get into it to change the battery. No. Nah. But you'd actually have to destroy uh, the rubber uh, the rubber coating. You'd have to destroy it to get underneath there to get a new battery. Uh, are they still talking about making uh, doing an Evil Dead remake? Oh, yeah, it's in production. Okay. It's being made. I'm I'm okay with that. They're not. They're what what I've read is that they're not replacing Bruce Campbell um, as Ash. As from what I understand, he, he's, he's not Ash be... isn't even going to be in it. Yeah, they're, they're just remaking it like with different characters. Yes, because they felt that they could never do that character justice. So why bother trying? Now, see, they're smart. They're smart. How how hard well, is that? Don't get me wrong. There could be someone in a suit that says, "Listen, we have to do Ash." And they'll say, "Okay, you're the money." I don't think Sam Raimi will. I th- I think he's uh, he can pretty much do whatever he wants now. He can. Yeah, and and uh, they they've been cool. I mean, like you said before, they they were going to do that uh, arm uh, arm uh, what do you call it? Uh, Jason versus Freddy versus Ash. Oh yeah. And then the whole thing fell apart when they said, "But Bruce Campbell, ha- like Ash, has to live at the end." Uh, Ash has to win. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. and they're like, well, we're pulling out because so. Did I lose you? Oh, man. I think I lost Scott. Well, you know what? Where are we in the show? We are. Wow, we're an hour and 43 minutes or so. All right, I'm going to wait for Scott to connect. <laughs> Just take those old records off the shelf. I said, listen to them by myself. 
time of rock and roll. <laughs> We're gonna wrap up. That soothes the soul. Yes, let's wrap up. You know, you know what I love? I, I love the fact that if you go back to like episode, I mean, obviously we started the podcast a little rough, but when you got to like uh-huh. episode ten or fifteen, it would ta- right. it would take us if we were busy, it would take a week or two to get an episode out because we'd be go edit through, go through editing everything and like you know with a you fine know, tooth comb. I know I coughed over here and and like take out some of the longer pauses. And now that we I, got, this, I, I think I said you know four times in a row. Yeah, yeah. Go back and trim <laughs> that out. And I oh, I think I made a mistake there. And I would I would actually take out if I coughed. And yeah, but and and now that you have the Skype set up, we're so lazy. It's like yeah, Scott keeps dropping out of it. Leave it in. <laughs> oh no no, there, there's no way. Bloop, bloop. There's no, it, I think it's, I think it's the best part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> There's just no way that I would ever go in and edit any of this. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's beyond that. And not, and I don't, I wouldn't call it laziness. I would call it, I think, dare I say to, to just a cliche, we're keeping it real. You know what? It's not real. We're keeping it in the moment. Yeah, I think so. This is the moment and we're here. I, I. I think so, and 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 I'm sorry. From under, I thought I wasn't there anymore. <laughs> we're, uh, as a matter of fact, I, I don't think it's a bad show at all. I think we're at an hour and forty-five minutes. So I, I didn't say it was a bad show. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, as far as oh, the length, we were able, yeah, we were able to oh. keep the show interesting. Uh, oh, we talked about a lot of things. If you really think about it, we did the top ten. Plus, we talked about we 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 talked about probably six or seven movies anyway. Accidentally. <laughs> accidentally <laughs> i i don't even you know what do me a favor what? write me the synopsis for this episode for tomorrow <laughs> so i can put it up first thing tomorrow morning I, i'll give it to you right now scott no scott, i'm uh, no 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 i'm gonna have to write it down scott and joey talk about movies while his internet while, <laughs> while scott's internet shits the bed yeah, the mo- no i, I uh, that phrase got old quick but like, the, inter- the movie guys talk about random films while scott's internet keeps crapping out <laughs> there you go. That's it. There you go. Okay. And I will say, nice. like, just just because I got I got dumped out on the Evil Dead thing, uh-huh. it, I think it shows my flexibility and the fact that I'm not just uh, you know uh, full of shit when it comes to my philosophy on films. When I yeah. I love the like when we're, back then when we we're talking about how you really can't make remake They Live and you can't remake uh, um, you shouldn't remake the thing. I love the Evil Dead movies. I'm a huge, huge Evil Dead fan. As I think most uh, horror fans are. Right. And I love the films. I have no problem with them remaking the first film. The second film, as much as I love it, is a bad movie. Of course it is. And the third film was fun, but was bad just because it was so commercial and mainstream. I love the films. I'll watch them over and over again. I can quote them line for line. Part part two, I can recite the film right now. But I'm sure you can. But I don't even flinch when I hear they're going to remake the first one because I have. I, I just think it's open open ground. I think there's so much you could do right. with it. And it's funny you should mention the third film uh, being commercial. Watch going back and watching the third film and looking how at how clean the picture is and how really crisp and. Uh, colorful and all the colors you know don't bleed it, it just looks as compared to the first and second film you look at the third one it's like wow this is a good looking movie mm-hmm. you know not even that it was a good movie it's just a good looking movie and it looks amazing in high definition it's one of those films that you would buy in high def because of how good it looks 
Yeah, I mean, that's just my. And you know, even the advertising for Army of Darkness. First of all, the best tagline ever on a movie poster: "Trapped in time, surrounded by evil, low on gas." <laughs> and then even in the trailer, what is that? Raise the drawbridge, drop the Oldsmobile. It's just <laughs> they, they just they just even though they were trying to make a mainstream film and like make a commercial, they were still right. just having fun with it. Yes, they were. And I think that's why Drive Angry really appealed to me because you could just tell they were just having fun with it. Everything they did was, you know what, this would be fun. And it was. It was a fun movie. And I did get to see it. I don't know if I told you that I saw it, but I did get to see it. I liked it a lot. Oh, dude, what was did, did, was I dead on? Was it great? Did you... Oh yeah, I think we did talk about it in an episode earlier. How awesome was that movie? It's just really good movie. Oh, you know what? And Amber Heard is so hot. I didn't. Oh my god. I, I didn't even mention like like the like when he meets the, the the waitress and they're having sex in the hotel. Right. And he's got the big stinky cigar. Yeah. While she's like riding him. <laughs> it's like, why did you get your clothes off? I never take off my clothes before a gunfight. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's on top of her, still, you know, still there. And just shooting people now, like it's no big now deal. Now, it's been done before. What was the other film where they had a sex scene while they during the fight? Was that uh, Push. Last Man Standing? Push had a scene like that. Last Man Standing had a scene like that. It's been done before. Oh, of but course they it just, has. They just took it. It was like, okay, keep going. Keep going. Now let's taser him while she's while, while, while she's while he's still on top of her and have her jerking around while he's shooting people. It's like, let's just... They, said, they took it and they knew it had been done before and they just right. beat it to death with a... Beat it to death like a... Uh, beat it like a dead horse and then they like brought the horse back to life or they just started shocking the horse so it moved and kept beating it right (laughs) it's alive yeah it was just let's just have how much fun can we have with this all right now let's have some more and and, like evil dead always felt that way evil dead two and three always felt that way Mm -hmm. and drive angry had that feel it's just they just it was made for the audience and the audience was the people making the film totally agree And, and how many films come out like that anymore no, nah, not really. It, it, you're right. It's very few and far between. Yeah, and and it's that kind of like if they tried to remake Evil Dead three or two, I'd say why bother. But Evil Dead one, it's like you know what? It was a little low budget horror film, and as good as it was, I'm sure you could do better. Yep. But I think the first one cost three hundred thousand. Oh yeah, it was. You know, the, you, it was really low, even for 1981 when it came out. Yeah. Three hundred thousand. But I mean, you you can't capture that spark that made the thing the original thing so original and so good i don't care how much cgi you throw at the screen i remember renting the first film uh it was uh, not in 1981 but the the vhs that i rented was manufactured in 1981 that's not the first film i've been avoiding evil evil dead i thought you went to the thing again sorry oh no 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 no. evil dead okay i i and that was 1982 but uh (laughs) If you knew that, like I did, you would know immediately that I wasn't talking about that. You could be wrong. I'm not. You could be. I'm not, though. You could be. Uh, But I'm not. (laughs) But you could be. But I'm not. As a matter of fact, I think I'm wrong about Evil Dead. I think that's 1983 now that I think about it, and I'm going to look it up. Oh, see, you could. No, I'm right. See, I shouldn't guess second guess myself. Why do you make me do that? Because you could be wrong. But I'm not. (laughs) <laughs> well, anyway, when I rented it, it wasn't in 1981, but the VHS tape that I got was manufactured in 1981, and I tried to make a copy of it illegally for my collection. Uh-oh. And this is probably 1985, 1986, and it had Macrovision on it. Oh, I remember that. This little $300,000 movie that was 
not really that a received well. Was that a Vestron release? I believe it was. Well, yeah, Vestron had. Could have been Universal. Universal macrovisioned everything. Well, Vestron did for a while. Well, I know Universal. It could have been literally two hours of a steaming pile of shit, literally, and they would macrovision it. You know, you know, I tried. That's the, just what they did. You no, know, I tried the copy, but it was macrovisioned off of VHS because it's not available on DVD. What's that? The Big Squeeze. Oh wow! With Michael Keaton. Wow, the big squeeze. That's the one, the lottery one, yeah, right? With Ray Dong Chong. Don't ask me why I tried to make a copy of it. For some reason, I like. I still like that one. I do, and I can't even explain why. <laughs> I don't know why either. It's really, I, I honestly think it's Michael Keaton's low point as an actor. Just how? Uh, when did you try and make that copy? How long ago? Oh, a few years ago. I tried to copy the DVD. Is it still not on DVD? Uh, as of last year, it was not on DVD. Let me. Let me just take a look right now. It's just one of those films. No, it's you're right. It's not out. It's like Ishtar. I don't know why. It's just and there's no. Uh, I will. I'm still waiting for the director's cut of uh, the Frighteners. Yeah, keep waiting. Do what? What happens? Uh, Peter Jackson becomes a, a, like 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 an Oscar-winning filmmaker, and all of a sudden you can't get his old films on DVD. Yes. What's that about? I don't know. How come my special? How how come the special only special edition they come out with is the two disc uh, bad taste one, and the only thing on it is the same documentary that was available like when the film came out. No, yeah. no new special features. That, isn't the the laser disc for the Frighteners like legendary for one? How many discs laser discs it was, and how long the documentary was? Yeah, and it was like it's like I think it was like twenty minutes additional footage, twenty five minutes, something like that. So, and I think that yeah, and I think the documentary was four hours, and I think the entire box set was something like nine laser discs. Is it, why isn't that on blue right now? No excuse. There is no excuse. It's been on cable enough times. I mean. In high definition, by the way, so you know they have a high def, uh, uh, cleaned up copy. I mean, I mean, what, well, Mister? So. I might as well do the Hobbit now, anyway. Right. Uh, Although we've been through that, I personally, I, I'd, I'd rather him do it. I could give a shit. I know you can. I can't. could give a shit. I... But I, I, I would rather him be doing it. Oh, just... that's just my take on it. Yeah, you know, after King Kong, it's all downhill. It's all done. I think you're a little too hard on Peter Jackson. What? No. I think I think you're a little too hard on he him. He was my idol, my god, my I shining know. ray. Oh, I oh, know. dude! I, real quick, I saw Sucker Punch. Speak. Oh, you did see it. Finally saw, and I finally saw it on Blu-ray too. I wanted to see a good copy of it. What'd you think of it? I, I was a little disappointed. I was too. I, I mean, I thought it was okay. And uh, d- d- the points that I made, d- do you agree? Yeah, I-, I think I think the main problem the film I th- is... I think a little more reality would have been nice. Yes. What, what basically... Oh, the main problem with the, <laughs> the, the, main problem with the film, uh-huh. and anybody that didn't like the film, I have to agree with them, and I'm pretty sure the reason why is the same reason I didn't, is that narratively, the film sacrifices the audience's understanding of the storyline... To the visuals, ah, yes. and okay. uh, sorry about that. I frightened myself, and <laughs> you're you're that dangerous. I'm so dangerous. I looked. I, I saw a reflection in the window. I was like, "Oh, that's a dangerous motherfucker out there." <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, everything was about the visuals, and, and the visuals are amazing. But oh yeah, but, as Zack Snyder stuff always is. And but it, it was like the the film was intentionally. Vague, not because it supported the story, 
because but because it supported the the scenes the visuals right. and that's the weakness and what anything that did work worked but not in support of the the, the film wasn't made for the story no the story was there to support the, the visuals not the other way around well and i think <clears throat> it, it 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 shows that and i and i hope this isn't the case um, because Zack Snyder wrote and directed this. And as far as I know, this is the only thing he's ever written and directed. He's always made his films based off of other people's writings. So it kind of, to me, means that, yeah, he's great as a visual director. He, if he takes someone's well-written script, he can make magic with it. You know? <laughs> I think this is just the cue to end the show. <laughs> I just giggle every time. Just take those old records on the shelf. I said, listen to them by myself. Today's music ain't got the same song. I like that old time of rock and roll. Don't try to take me to a disco. You'll never even get me out on the floor. I was just listening to your your, uh, your message on the hotline. Oh yeah. <laughs> I guess we should have stopped where we were at. The phone. I'm convinced you're doing that on purpose from your end. You're cutting me off. Uh, you're right. I am because I love Seagull. Yeah, let me, that yeah, much. We'll, we'll just wrap up. But I agree with you. What you said, everything you said about uh, Sucker Punch, and you were saying that it's the only thing he written, wrote and directed. Yes, and I believe, and, and it's just if he takes other people's scripts. He can do wonders with it. But if he does something that he's written himself, I think this is a good example of yeah, maybe you shouldn't direct your own stuff. You know? Are you gone again? <laughs> You're gone again. <laughs> and with that... interrupting my Bob Seger. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, you think? Let's wrap it up. I, I just right. heard thunder, so it's getting worse at my end. Is it really? There's nothing like that's happening here. Be, be, <laughs> I, I do live a little bit away from you. Yeah, about an hour. Yeah. West. And I also live in the valley. Yes. You valley girl. Wrap it up before I dump again. <laughs> I'd like to see that. Uh, all right. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us for yet another episode of Movie Sucktastic. This is going to be episode 48. Never mentioned that in the beginning of the show. Doesn't really matter. Uh, if you would like to... No, it doesn't. If you would like to email us, you can email us at themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. Don't do that. <laughs> if you'd like to leave us voicemail, it's 908 514 44 shut up 70 
Uh, if you want to get us on iTunes, give us reviews. You can get us on Stitcher, which is an application for your iPhones, your uh, Droids, any smart uh, phone application, uh, your iPad. Um, you can go to our website. There is a new MP3 player that's going to be um, established this coming week. And uh, since Scott has disconnected yet again, there is no wisdom this week. Oh, man, there's no wisdom this week. I guess the wisdom for this week is get better fucking internet. <laughs> oh, wait. Scott's coming back. He's coming back just for the wisdom. Scott, are you there? You're not there. We're doing the... The theme music is ending the show, but you're not there. We need our wisdom. Come on. Oh, he's trying. <laughs> he's trying. No. No. Okay. Anyway. Uh, no. Look at that. He's gone. Um, so join us next week for yet another episode of Movie Sucktastic. We look forward to hearing from you. Take it easy, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>